Hey loves, I'm Ebony and welcome to Thrive Like a Mother. On this podcast, we're scared that we'll be judged for our truth, but we're also tired of being stuck in survivor mode. You're in the right place if you're ready to step into the thriver you were truly meant to be. I'll share resources and tools to help you on your journey towards a healthier mindset while healing from your trauma. The journey may not be easy, but you won't have to face it alone. I'm a girl mama of two, learning day by day how to heal from past trauma while running a household working full time. And I'm on a mission to build a life I've always dreamed of, but never thought was possible. So love, if you're ready to believe in what's possible, let's link arms and thrive together. Hey love, I'm so excited that you're here. If you listen to episode one, first off, thank you. I am so grateful to each and every one of you uh, for supporting this new journey of mine. Um, and second, if you did listen to episode one, then you got the chance to hear a little bit about my story and the healing journey that I'm currently on. I'm not necessarily going to get into that healing journey on this particular episode, but I am going to share something that has really helped me stay stable during my journey. And it may not seem like that big of a deal, but it's something that truly makes such a big impact in the way that my day goes. And that is my morning routine. I know, I know it's the beginning of the year. Uh, There are all these pressures of goals and vision boards and things. And maybe one of your goals this year was to have a stronger morning routine. I know that it was for me. And it's something that I'm continuously working on every single day. And really, not even just every year, just every week. I'm kind of trying to figure out, okay, what went well last week with my mornings and what didn't? And maybe you've been doing the same thing and maybe you tried and failed. That's okay. That's okay. I'm here to help you get started on creating the morning routine that will truly help you thrive. On this episode, I want to give you some focus on less about the actions and more on the feelings that you want to cultivate with your morning routine. And once we've kind of discovered those feelings, I want to share some ways that I believe you can achieve those feelings. I'm going to start with this disclaimer that I'm about to actually share what my morning routine is, but I'm not sharing it so that you can do exactly what I do. Because remember, this is not a Simon Says type of podcast. It's a let's figure it out and thrive together type of podcast. So what is my current routine? It is getting up. Well, not not getting up, and I'm going to talk about that in a little while, but my alarm goes off at 5.30, and sometime shortly after that, I get myself downstairs and I take a few sips of water just to kind of wake myself up a little bit. I use the bathroom, I get dressed for my workout, and I usually have my pre-workout, and depending on how I'm feeling, I may have a snack. And my goal is to press play on my workout around 6 a.m. And that rule is, I'm very flexible with that. It could be like 6.01, 6.05. Sometimes I'm lollygagging a lot in the morning and it might be 6.15. Um, but I've kind of played around with this for a little bit. So I've figured out, you know, I need this amount of time to get my workout done. And I know what time I need to get my girls up. And so I've kind of given myself a lot of wiggle room. 
with when I actually start my workout. After I'm done with my workout, um, depending on how much time that I have, I will either read my scripture um, or I will meditate. Right now I have a big goal and a big focus on knowing God and being closer to him this year. And so for me, I needed to make sure that I was intentional about the way I was doing that. And that meant carving out time to read scripture in the morning. So let's talk about how my morning routine makes me feel. Because like I said, I want to really have a focus on that in this episode. It makes me feel grounded, centered, focused, calm, um, really seriously ready to tackle the rest of the day. And when I don't have my morning routine, I know that I feel a lot more scattered. Uh, I may feel anxious, a little confused, and out of order. And not out of order in the way that a vending machine, you know, can be out of order, but more so in the way that I complete my task for the day start to get out of order. I start to kind of spin out and forget what I need to be doing next. And I kind of bounce around a little bit more when I don't have my morning routine and, you know, when it doesn't happen. So I want to give you a bit of homework for this episode after you're done listening. I want you to make a two-column list And you're going to list out the feelings that you want to experience and the ones that you may have now not having a strong morning routine. So now that we've addressed those feelings and gotten a good handle on those, I want to talk about the two things you need to have in order to have a strong morning routine. And they may not be exactly what you expect. For me, they are having some flexibility in my morning routine and setting up my routine based on the current season of life that I am in. That's not what you were expecting, right? You were probably thinking I was going to say, nope, you've got to wake up at 5 a.m. or 4.30. You've got to drink this amount of water. You know, you've got to do the things, right? But remember, I'm not here to give you the blueprint on the perfect morning routine because we're all different. And what may be working for me may not work for you. Heck, what's working for me now may not work for me two or three months down the road. So let's dig a little bit deeper on those those two things, right? The first one being having some flexibility in your routine. My mama's out there. Y'all know, y'all know I get it. I have two gorgeous, beautiful little girls and life happens, right? Nighttime wake-ups. Um, sometimes your littles can be sick leaps happening, you know, uh, all the things, all the things that mamas experience uh, after everyone's supposed to be asleep, right? And so having such a rigid routine may actually make you feel more anxiety, especially when life does happen. Like let's say um, recently Jade has been going through a phase where she wakes up in the middle of the night and she's just up. There's no particular reason but she is up and I still have my 5.30 morning wake up. But on that morning after, what I may do for myself, knowing if I was up in the middle of the night, I may give myself a little 15 minute grace period. Or I may say, you know what? Mm -mm, She had me up two, three hours. Today is one of those days where I need to sleep maybe all the way until six. 
So be flexible and more importantly, give yourself some grace. In doing those things, you're more likely to stay consistent. Uh, For me, I know not being so rigid on when I actually press play on my workout kind of helps me with my further goals. Like I said, I'm currently working on knowing God and being closer to him. But in the case where I have one of those mornings where maybe I'm not pressing play until 6.15 and I have a 45 minute or 40 minute workout and it gets me too close to that wake up time for my girls, what I'll do instead is a three to five minute minute meditation. And for a while, I was kind of struggling with wanting to get it all done, right? I was thinking, nope, I've got to work out. I've got to get my scripture read and I've got to get my meditation done. And what I realized is that I started being too rigid on myself. I wasn't practicing what I was preaching and it really started to hurt me. And I ended up doing neither of those things sometimes. Sometimes it would just be my workout. And sometimes that happens But I realized that giving myself a little bit more wiggle room and saying some days it's going to be reading scripture right early in the morning. Some days it's going to be doing a three, three minute, three to five minute meditation, getting the girls up and getting my scripture in after they are getting dropped off at daycare. And let's dig into that second thing that I brought up, right, about setting up your routine based on the current season of life that you're in. I'm thinking of two particular examples. Well, really three. So we'll go into those. Uh, For me recently, it was my holiday morning routine. I knew that in general, it was just going to be a busier season of life. And so I actually was not doing 30 to 45 minute workouts. In fact, I chopped it all the way down to 20 minutes. And at one point I was doing a workout where I had a midweek rest day. So I wasn't working out five times a week because I had a particular goal during that time. I wanted to get back into my creativity and I used instead that rest day to draw in the morning. And then let's talk about my grad school morning routine. My goodness, Grad school was a wild ride. And if you're in grad school right now, you know exactly what I mean when I say you really have to be kind of on top of your own schedule. And sometimes that means using some of your morning routine to get some grad school work done. Sometimes that that really is just the reality of it. And going back to a season of life I was previously in when I was breastfeeding Jade still, That was completely different. I was on her schedule. (laughs) Jade ran the show. So when she wanted to nurse was when it happened. And sometimes that did cut into my workout. And so even during that time, and you can see there's a trend here, whenever there's a busier season of life for me, I usually go down on the time limit for my workout. Uh, During that time, I was at that same time doing 20 minute workouts a day. And that was because I knew that if, even if she woke up maybe in the middle of the workout, it was only 10 minutes left. So if she woke up, I would bring her out with me, put her in her rocker, rock out the last 10 minutes, and then I would actually nurse her pretty much after that. So those are just three examples of me setting up my routine based on the current season of life that I'm in. And that can change often. Like I said, My morning routine right now that seems to be working pretty good 
may not work for me in two or three months the same way. I may have to reevaluate. So we're coming close to the end of the episode here, and I want to take this time to have a full circle moment. You might be saying, Eb, that's all well and good, but what good is that really going to do me? When you seriously focus on the feelings, having flexibility, and understanding your current life season of life before you try to figure out the task and the actions that you want to complete during your morning routine, everything changes. And for me, I know that because it changes the way I show up in my day. By acknowledging the feelings and by giving myself grace and evaluating where I am right now in life has changed the way I show up as a mom. So by making sure that I've fully invested time to do those things before deciding on the task and, you know, saying, nope, I've got to get this done. I focus on remembering that this is for me. It's for me first and then my baby girls next. Because if I'm pouring into myself, I can then pour into them the way that I want to. So remember, your morning routine is going to look different than mine or even your best friend's. When creating and cultivating it, I want you to remember those three things. Focus on the feeling you want your morning routine to give you. Remember some of mine were feeling grounded and centered before starting my day. Second, stay flexible. Flexibility really does lead to consistency and less stress or anxiety about your routine, which if you have those things about your routine, you're not going to want to do it anymore. And that's where you may have some failures. Third, evaluate your current season of life and adjust as needed. And I say this in the utmost regard, adjust as many times as you need to. What works for you today may not work for you tomorrow. Evaluate often. I hope that this episode was helpful for y'all. And if it was, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left me a rating and review to start really getting the word out about Thrive Like a Mother. And I want to end with this quote from one of my favorite authors, Glennon Doyle. She says, stay fluid, baby. You don't really have to have this thing called life all figured out. You just have to be willing to try and learn along the way, right? Because that's truly how we thrive. Thank you so much for listening, loves. If anything in today's episode resonated with you, share it with your bestie or on social media. And don't forget to tag me so we can chat about it. As always, I'm sending you light and love. And remember, you are worthy, you are enough, and you deserve to thrive. Talk to you soon.